Welcome to the Inspired Word of God. This is Marcia. Let's talk about Gideon. In the book of Judges, chapter 6, verse 12 through 16. Have you ever asked God to deliver you from something and you had no idea that he was going to use you to make that happen for yourself? Well, in the book of, of Judges, God uses Gideon. He recognizes something in Gideon that Gideon does not recognize in himself. It says in verse 12, And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. And Gideon said unto him, O my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen us? And where is all his miracles which our fathers told of us, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord hath forsaken us and delivered us unto the hands of the Midianites. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent thee? And he said unto him, O my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said unto him, Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. For God to call him a mighty man of valor. To be of valor is to be strong, brave, bold, and an influencer. Now, when we're listening to this conversation, Gideon does not appear to be anything like that. But here's the thing. God sees things in us that other people don't see, and honestly, that we don't see ourselves. God put that character in him to be bold, to be an influencer, to be a mighty man. And Gideon was making excuses. He was the least of his household. His family was poor from Manasseh. So who is he to save Israel? How can he possibly save Israel? We have a lack of confidence in ourselves because at first glance, we don't see what God is sowing into us. And when he sets us on a task and puts us on a path to do those things for him, the first thing we say is, well, who am I? I can't do that. I, I, I don't have the first clue as to how to make that happen. But God puts something in us. He sows a seed and he builds character in us and he matures us as we move along in his purpose. In verse 14, it says, And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have not I sent thee? So God is already letting him know you already have the victory. You are a mighty man of valor. The Lord has looked upon you. Go in this thy might and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. When we hear God say stuff like that to us, we just we don't have the confidence in ourselves and somewhere along the way the faith is wavering when the lord lays on your heart to do something and you say you can't do it but he keeps pressing your heart because he knows what he wants you to do 
it would be so much simpler if we just move in his purpose and get the deed done. But we question ourselves, we question him, we talk about everything that we we are not when God has already placed upon us those things that we are. And we just need to move in his purpose, move forward, and the task will happen and it will get done and the victory will be gained. And if we could just see it that way, we could go and do the task and it would be done, over and done with. But we prolong it and and cause stress upon ourselves because we doubt ourselves when the Almighty is telling us what He has called us to do. And all we have to do is just move forward. Something we need to get used to is... God just doesn't see us the way we see ourselves. When he called Moses to go and deliver the children of Israel out of Egypt, Moses immediately started saying, well, who am I to do that? I, I stutter. I, 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 I can't do it. And the Lord let him know you can do it. And I will send your brother Aaron with you to help you. So the Lord understands from our human nature, how we doubt ourselves and how we make excuses as to that we can't. He's not going to always send somebody along with us like he did Moses in sending Aaron. There's just times when he's going to send us alone to go out there and do what he has positioned us to do. The victory is already there. We just need to move forward with boldness in faith, trusting God. We may not see what he sees, but with each step that we take, he shows us who we are in him. We become bolder. We gain confidence. We see the vision, and then we know that it's going to come to pass. But we have to get past the self-doubt and trust God when he tells us to do something in the first place. When God calls us to do something, we might as well not bring up the excuse of, well, I'm poor, I have nothing, I have no resources. I mean, it just doesn't matter. I, I don't know what I'm doing. Because, like I, like I said, he just doesn't see us the way we see ourselves. When he called David to be the king, even other people see us with self-doubt like we see ourselves samuel was looking at all of the brothers the tall ones the handsome ones in david's family and each one he came to he was thinking to himself well for sure this one's going to be the chosen one by god he looks like a king and god passed up all of them he said there's another one out there and samuel saw that none of those were chosen and he asked Jesse, is there another one? And Jesse said, yes, there's one out sheep herding. And they brought David in. David would not have been Samuel's first choice. But when he came in, Samuel knew that was the one God had chosen. So not everybody's going to be tall. Not everybody's going to be extremely handsome or extremely beautiful. God does not look at us the way society looks at us. He doesn't judge us that way. He sees the heart. He sees the character of the person. 
and he knows what he has sown into that person because that was his pick to do his purpose. That's how we need to look at things when we feel that tap on the shoulder, when we feel that move inside our spirit that we need to do something specific. Instead of saying, I can't do it, surely you are making a mistake choosing me. We just need to trust him. In, in verse 16, it says, And the Lord said unto him, Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. When God tells you that he is going to be with you, and it will all be victorious, there's no reason to doubt. It is understandable from a human standpoint to be afraid, to fear this unknown, to fear stepping up, stepping forward, and moving out of our comfort zone and doing these things that God will have us do. That That is fearful. It's uncomfortable because if we have it our way, we'll, we'll do what we normally do. So it's uncomfortable. And, and that discomfort creates a measure of fear. But it's not like somebody out there telling you to get up and go do this. This is God himself pointing you in the direction he wants you to go. And when he points you in a direction he wants you to go, he's not going to send you out there to fail. He's going to send you out there to do what he has asked you to do, and you will succeed at it. It doesn't mean you won't run into situations. They're out on the battlefield. You don't think Gideon's not going to get hit? He's not going to have to fight? He's going to have to fight. It's, it's a battle. And when he puts us out on the battlefield to do things, we, we have to go through some things. We have to encounter some people that are unpleasant along the way. We have to encounter the naysayers, the people who mock the people who belittle you and try to hurt your feelings and try to make you feel inadequate because they're intimidated by what you are doing, by what God has put in you to do. But that's the key right there. God has put it in you to go do it. And so none of the naysayers, the mockers, the belittlers, whoever they are, be it family, friends, or, or strangers, it just doesn't matter. Your focus needs to be on God and what he has asked you to do. And if he asks you to do it, all you have to do is say yes, point me in the direction, Lord, and trust that he's going to give you everything. He's going to equip you with everything you need to accomplish what he is asking you to do. It is human nature to want to test God and say, uh... If this is happening, do this. Or if you really want me to do that, make this happen. You know, God will give us confirmation and we don't have to test him in order to get that confirmation. And a lot of times that confirmation comes simply by you just being obedient and doing what he asks you to do. Because the more you do it and the more you walk in it, the more knowledge you gain, the more confidence you gain. So the more we walk, in his purpose for us, the more we find out. And that confirmation comes from within because you're doing what he asked you to do. You have the wisdom that he has placed upon you. 
He gives you the knowledge and how to do it and get it done. And you gain confidence within yourself as you move forward. So a lot of times that confirmation comes just from your obedience and walking in God's purpose. When God sent Gideon out there on the battlefield to gain this victory over the Midianites, he only gave him 300 men, 300 men in his army against thousands of the Midianites. And Gideon and his army still gained the victory because God's hand was in the situation. God's hand was upon them. And Gideon moved in obedience once he got past his self-doubt. So often when I am facing a battle or I see a battle that I'm praying about, I'll ask God to be that 300 against thousands because that's what he did here for Gideon. He gave Gideon the victory, Israel the victory, 300 against many, and they gained the victory. So remember that, you know, when, when the Lord calls upon you, and in Gideon's case, the angel of the Lord called upon him. When that happens, miracles are about to take place. So when God calls upon you directly, or he places someone before you to lay a word up in your heart, miracles are about to take place. So go with expectation of the hand of God moving boldly in your life and in the situation that he has moved you forward to do for him. You know, in the book of Joshua, chapter 1, verse 5, it says, There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. So as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. This is what God told Joshua when Moses died and God told Joshua to move forward with the people over the Jordan. Did Joshua have to face some obstacles and some problems along the way? Yes, he did. Did he have to undergo some situations based on the disobedience and sin of others? Yes, he did. But God let him know what the problem was and he corrected it. So when God is with you, he will stay with you through the whole situation. He's not going to set you out there and say, go forward and do this and then leave you. If he sets you on course and puts you on a path to do something according to his will and for his purpose, he is with you the whole journey. He will lead, guide, and direct you. He will give you information that you need. He will direct you to do this or to say that, but he's not going to abandon you. He will stay with you through that whole course of your journey for him. And remember, God can show up how he chooses to show up at any point in time. He presented himself an angel of the Lord before Gideon. He presented himself in a burning bush before Moses. So, you know, we might not have a voice coming to us through a burning bush in this day and age. You just never know. We may, but we may not. A lot of times he will send a word through someone or he will just lay it on our heart to do something. 
And just out of nowhere, we're thinking, oh, okay, I need to do this. But it's not like it was your idea because you already know that he has laid it on your heart and you need to do it. And it's coming from him. So it's not a surprise. It might be scary, but it's not a surprise because when he taps into your spirit and lets you know something, you know that it's coming from him beyond a shadow of a doubt. Remember when we first started talking about Gideon uh, and God appeared to him, Gideon was asking God, if you be with us, Lord, why is all of this happening to us? Why are we in this situation? And God had to let him know your time has come to get out of this situation and I'm going to use you to do it. Now, he didn't say it just as I said it, but he let Gideon know that he was the chosen one to deliver Israel from the Midianites. In conclusion, just know that there are times when you pray and ask God for something that he will enlist you to help answer that prayer. But when he does, you have the great opportunity for him to lead, guide, direct you, and above all, anoint you. And there's nothing better to have from the great Almighty. God bless.